Hello. Today is a very special day. Are you wondering what today is? It's July 28th. Hmm. What might that mean to you? I'm not sure, but to me, it's a very special person's birthday. It's my sister-in-law, but she has asked that I don't acknowledge her birthday. And that was really hard to do because she's such a beautiful, beautiful soul in this world. But I also believe in honoring people and she asked me not to. And so I honor that. And she doesn't listen to this podcast, so she won't even hear this. However, it was really challenging not to mention her birthday as I texted her today and asked how her day was going. And it's hard not to think of her on this special day that she was born. Do you ever feel like you don't want to be recognized on your birthday? I know everybody's different. I used to like to go to Rudabagors for my birthday when I was growing up because I knew that they wouldn't sing happy birthday there. And um, I didn't want anyone singing happy birthday to me, let alone a restaurant full of people. I didn't want the attention on me at all. So there's a part of me that understands what she's talking about, but it's really hard not to, not to wish her a happy birthday today. I just got back from Hemet. And again, you might be wondering, why on earth would you be in Hemet at the end of July when it's so hot in Hemet? Hemet is a very deserty place. And it was hot there. I mean, it wasn't like 120 or anything, but it was like 105. And that's pretty hot. But it didn't matter the temperature to me because I went to go visit sort of like bonus parents. I grew up in a cul-de-sac and we all watched over one another. There were parents. Everybody seemed to have extra parents. And although we had the freedom to run the streets and not tell our parents where we were, it's like we had all these parents watching over us. And this particular set of parents I met when I was in second grade. And they just feel like bonus parents. And it's fun to visit them. And I get to visit them with my, what I call a bonus sister. Someone I've known since I was in second grade also, and we did vacations with each other, with each other's families. We always went to the same schools. We moved schools a lot. It's like our parents couldn't make up their mind which school to put us in. They didn't want us in the public school down the street, so they tried this little private school, then this little private school, then this little private school, then finally this little private school. And we moved a lot. We were like at a school, like maybe a grade or two at a time. And But the thing about it is we always had each other. We always had each other and not just this particular person, but there was also someone else on our street. And so the three of us always had each other and we always went to the same schools at the same time. And there was certain comfort in that. Um, so we got to see some bonus parents last night and it was so much fun we ended up having an outing to the dollar tree that was our big big outing 
And Mama Coco said, oh, I like to go to this one Dollar Tree. It's a little further out and it's kind of junky, you know, it's it's kind of trashy, but that's the one I like. I like the trashy, junky dollar store. The one that I mean it every time I go in, she said, this is her words, every time I go in, a fight breaks out. And I thought, well, that's an interesting dollar store to want to visit. She's not afraid. She didn't seem to be afraid. So we jumped in the car and we drove a little further to this Dollar Tree. And it did look a little sketchy, I have to say. I mean, there was a sketchiness about it, definitely. We all walked in together and um, shopped around and it's crazy what one can buy at a dollar store. I mean, for me, it's like, oh, well, I mean, it's just a dollar, so this seems good and I think I need this. And turns out I bought over $30 worth of dollar items, but I really think it's $1.25 actually. I bought a lot of cleaning supplies because since I've been home and not working, I actually tend to clean a little bit more. And so I was super excited about all these cleaning supplies I had to get. And then I got some things for Theodore and for Juju because this weekend I get to have them and spend time with my niece and nephew. And so I thought, man, this is such a great place to get things for little people to entertain them. So I was really having fun shopping around this Dollar Tree with Mama Coco and bonus sister Bean. And we just were having the greatest time. And we were back in the left corner of the store or right, depending on where you're standing, forward or back. And all of a sudden, we heard some, we heard some commotion and some arguing and, and the F word. And then the next thing we heard was over the whole store speaker system, we hear, call the police, I'm being harassed from the employee at the front register. And I was like, oh my goodness, Mama Coco wasn't kidding. This Dollar Tree has some stuff go down. And I was a little scared actually. And we had all just kind of thought we'll just stay in the back of the store uh, because we were scared. It was a man's voice that was, I mean, it's a scary situation. And I was really wishing Motorcycle Man was there because I mean, I always feel really protected when he's there. And and he just has no problem getting involved in things like that to protect people. But me, I'm just, you know, I'm like, I'm, you know, five foot four and uh, look like a grown up hippie longstocking. So I don't think I would scare anybody. I do have a temper though, believe it or not, but I, I also get scared. Anyway, it was all good. As soon as she made that announcement, it must have been enough to scare the person off and they left the store and coast was clear. But it was a little excitement in the day, that to say the least. And uh, that did happen. And, and, and Mama Coco definitely wasn't joking. At first I thought she was being dramatic, but yeah, it happened again. She said, I mean it almost every time I come in the store, something goes down. So after the dollar store, we headed back to, to the casa and we had this meal that I've never eaten before. And oh my goodness, of course, as usual, I can't think of the name of it. She had a name for it. And 
um, Mama Coco grew up in Idaho. Oh, was it Idaho? Oh, no, no, it's not Idaho. It's the other I word. It's Iowa. She grew up in Iowa. And she's also Norwegian. And she had recently been back there for a family reunion. And she, she reminisced with us about that and showed us pictures. And that was fun. But it also kind of made it to where she made this meal for us this particular evening. And all the meal is, and I don't know if it's original. Well, no, she said it's definitely an Iowa dish. And she even said it was, it was originated in like 1920 something. Oh goodness. I really can't believe I can't remember the name. I should really take notes. And I did record her telling the story for my one second. So it, I do have the name of it somewhere. It's ground beef, slowly cooked in a slow cooker. And she puts ketchup and mustard and Worcestershire, whatever that word is, sauce, and a little bit of horseradish and salt and pepper, and maybe even some garlic, I'm not sure. And lets it go all day and the meat gets really soft and tender, the ground beef and really crumbly. And then you get uh, like a hamburger bun, any kind of hamburger bun, and you pile your loose ground beef on the hamburger bun and you put a couple dill pickles on there and that's your meal. And that's what we had that night. It's a little messy to eat because of course the ground beef just falls out of the out of the bun and it gets a little soggy too, but it was really good. And it was so fun to hear the story of where it was originated, that it's an Iowa thing. It's an Iowa staple. And I love that kind of stuff and that it's been around forever. And then she also made us a fresh peach cobbler because her friend Nancy down the road has a peach tree. But we didn't have the cobbler right after dinner. We decided we were gonna go to the swimming pool because it was still nice and hot. And even though it was almost seven o'clock in the evening, it was still nice and hot. And a cold dip in the pool sounded like the best idea we could think of. So we took the golf court, I'm so sorry. We took the golf cart down to the pool and we all three, me, Mama Coco and Buddy Bean jumped into the pool and just sort of chilled. We brought our little glass of white wine in a, of course, plastic cup, no glass by the pool. And we all sat and we drank our little wine out of plastic cups and we giggled and we laughed and we told stories of the past and it was just a lot of fun. And then we ended with a little jacuzzi dip back to the golf court. Why do I keep calling it a golf court? I think it's like, cause I'm thinking of, of golf course, but that's like tennis court. So who knows what's in my brain, but we jumped back in the golf cart and we went back to Mama Coco's house and we got our fresh peach cobbler and we heated it up in the microwave and put a little bit of half and half over it. And we sat and enjoyed some dessert and that was pretty much our night. We all kind of turn in early over there. Woke up early, had our morning coffee, enjoyed the light coming through the windows and then 
Mama Coco said, let's go, let's go see if Nancy will let us pick some more peaches and I can send you two home with some peaches. Wouldn't that be nice? And I, of course, peaches, peaches are one of my favorite summer fruits. Like, uh, I love, um, I love anything peach. I like peach jam, peach cobbler. Chick-fil-A has these seasonal peach shakes. I cannot barely resist them. Um, I just love peaches. So we all walked down to Nancy's and knocked on her door and she said, yes. I mean, her peach tree was had so many peaches on it. They were like drooping in big clusters. So she had more peaches than she could handle and was very willing to share her peaches with us. And she had grapes growing and she had a kumquat tree she had an apple tree she had a lemon tree and she had i thought it was a lime tree but it was an orange tree because they were still hadn't turned orange yet we got our bag of peaches and we got a couple apples and we thanked her ever so much we were like so grateful for the peaches and the apples because it doesn't get better than that freshly picked and then it was time to go home and it's always hard to say goodbye. They're just, you know, it just feels like going back in time when you do stuff like that, you know? It's, it feels comforting and, and I just wanna cherish all those moments with the people that meant so much to me in my, in my world, in my life. And it's like a treasure to just sit with these people and, you know, Papa Ron's a little grouchy. He's always been, but uh, I know he has a big heart inside. So he was telling stories about how some of the older folks would come over and they would be suffering. And he knew that they were Vietnam vets and he would say to them, I can help you. Let me take you down to the VA. I think it's called the VA. And, and he helped a lot of people in, in where he lives in the community. And he got them set up because that was a rough time for them and a lot of them are suffering now. So he was able to help some people and he was telling me stories like that. And he's so gruff and he's so, uh, he's a big, big bear. And I looked at him and I said, Ron, you know, I know you have a big heart in there. You're, 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 you're a big, scary bear, but I know what's inside of you. And he said, don't ruin my reputation. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes the grumpiest, meanest, looking people on the outside really do have big hearts so try to remember that i know he's one of them so our visit came to a quick end and now i'm home today i'm home again and i wanted to just chat on here with you and tell you little stories like that because i think i don't want to forget them for one and this is a way for me to remember one day to look back sort of like a I've said it before, like a verbal, voicey memory box. And I wanted to talk about it before I forgot about it. And I haven't even taken a shower. I did unload my 99 cent bags, our Dollar Tree bags. And I can't believe how much I got because you know what? It didn't stop there. After we went to the Dollar Tree store in Hemet, we got back to our side of town and I had been talking about Juju and and Theodore and I had bought these really cute cups 
and Bean said, why did you buy those cups? What are you gonna do with those cups? And I said, well, I think I wanna, I wanna put something in there for the kids to eat, like maybe ice cream or some fruit or, you know, it was, they're just cute, colorful cups to eat out of. And then she said, you know what would be fun are those, uh, like the pudding with the ground up Oreos and then the gummy worms and they can help you make it and it'll be so fun. And I thought, she's right, that does sound fun. So we hit the Dollar Tree store on her side of the town because she said, let's just get all this stuff right now so you don't have to worry about it. They'll be there tomorrow and you'll have it all ready. And then that way you can enjoy your evening with Motorcycle Man and wind down when you get home and you'll already have your stuff. So I feel so glad I got my stuff and not only did I get that stuff, of course I went crazy again and I bought them bubble makers and I bought them special cups to drink out of and crayons and coloring books and just little things to have fun with them. So I can't wait to, to enjoy my time with them. And then the last thing I want to talk about is the cast iron pan. When we were visiting the, the second bonus folks, uh, Buddy Bean says, hey mom, do you know how to clean a rusty cast iron pan and mama coco coco said no not really and then i said i do i know how to do it i can bring it back to to original life if you like if you give me that pan and the only reason i know how to do it is i watch youtube a lot and there is someone i really love to follow on there and his name is rajiv and he is super old-fashioned and super groovy and it brings me back in time and he talks about things like a proper way to set a table, a proper way to make a bed, and how to bring a rusty cast iron pan back to life. And he is just an old soul who also likes to write letters and receive letters and he has beautiful handwriting and he's an amazing artist and he can play instruments and he's just really like a all around knowledgeable guy and I love to watch him because he's so old-fashioned so if you're ever looking for anything exciting if that's up your alley those old-fashioned sort of things Rajiv is someone you can look for and naturally I can't remember his last name but that's okay if I remember these things I will write them in the notes I think there are notes here that you can look at and that would be kind of me if I could find his last name to, so you could track him down if you wish. And when I listened to the recording I made of Mama Coco, I will also tell you what those Iowan loose uh, ground beef burgers are called, what she called them. And I think that is about all I have to talk about. I always say this. I say, I ha this is all I have to talk about, and then I say one more thing. And the one more thing I'm gonna say is, I've really been having fun with YouTube. I've been learning so much, and I feel very supported already in that community. And it's just another thing, a new adventure for me that I'm learning about. And I love to learn new things, and I love to keep going, and I love to remind 
all of my friends and family and folks and friends to keep going and never give up because I always say you'll never know how far you'll get or you'll never know where you're going or where you'll get and if you give up. So don't give up. Until next time, peace, love, goodbye.